Hey y'all, good morning, it's Wednesday morning. Hope you're uh, doing well today as we gather together again for another day of uh, reflecting upon God's Word. So it's good to be with you. I hope you're enjoying um, the early start to your day. I'm enjoying, I've had a good time of reading and reflection today. I've got a good cup of coffee. And all is well in God's world today. Today, I wanted to um, take a few moments to look at um, the psalm for today. Today's psalm is Psalm 38. And um, if you've followed my reflections for any length of time, you know that I, I love the psalms. I've always been a big fan of the psalms. Psalms are one of my constant um, things I turn to. If I, if I've my own personal studies, if I've been reading uh, through a certain book of the Bible or reading through a certain concept or just studying any certain thing and I need to break it up between what I'm doing and what I'm going to move to next, I will typically turn to the Psalms. Uh, the Psalms just always speak to me. They're powerful. They're emotional. They have a lot to say. Um, I, the daily office that I use, it, it gives multiple Psalms to read each day. So I, I, would, I would suggest to you or encourage you, if you've not read through the Psalms in any time in your life or haven't read through them consistently to take a, maybe take a moment or so and um, just start reading the Psalms. I think you'll be blessed by reading them um, and especially blessed by reflecting upon them. So today I wanted to, uh, Psalm 38 was the Psalm for today. And uh, I don't want to read all of it. I just want to kind of look at the parts that really uh, spoke to me. The, the, um, the A lot of Psalms will have a little um, intro or a little, a little, um, the title, a subtitle of what the psalm's about at the very top of it. And this one is Psalm 38. It's entitled, A Penitent, a penitent Sufferer's Plea for Healing. And um, you're going to see that dynamic play out throughout it. But um starts off with verse 1. says, O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath. For your arrows have sunk into me, and your hand has come down upon me. So that's kind of okay. Um Lord, you're pretty upset with me, so I'm, I'm getting smacked around right now. Is basically how it starts out. It says, "There's no soundness in my flesh because of my because of your indignation. There's no health in my bones because of my sin." In other words, I've done something wrong. I'm suffering the consequences for my wrong action. My iniquities have gone over my head; they weighed down like a burden too heavy for me. Then, verse four it says, "My wounds grow foul and fester." Great image. Because of my foolishness. So you can see that the, the psalmist, and I don't, this one does not appear to be attributed to David. This sounds like a David psalm, but um, it doesn't say a lot of David psalm. Oh, I'm just, I just read this. Never mind. I just see it right above it. It says, a psalm of David for the memorial offering. This is a David psalm. This is so, this is so David. Because David, one thing I love about the psalms, the psalms have this honesty to them. Um, David does not hide his feelings or hide what's going on in his heart or in his life. Uh, and so he says, my, my wounds foul and grow fester. In other words, I'm, you know, I'm, I, my sin, my mistakes have affected me. And they affect me because of my foolishness. In other words, what I have done, what I have done has caused this to happen. And, um, you know, sometimes uh, God, God does not, I, you've heard me say before, God does not, the power of God is not that God stops bad things from happening. God, God does not always stop bad things from happening. The power of God is that God can bring good out of anything. Romans eight twenty eight. All things work for good. Genesis fifty twenty. What man intended for evil, God intended for good. So God will bring something good out of most anything. But God's saving action 
God's redeeming action doesn't always stop the consequences for my actions. It doesn't always stop the consequences for my actions. If I do something, if I go lick a 9-volt battery and it shocks me, that's not God punishing me for licking a 9-volt battery. That's me licking a 9-volt battery and getting a shock off of it. Some of you are too young to know I used to test a 9-volt battery. You licked it, and if it's stung yet, then you're like, okay, it works. Well, if I'll go do something, if I walk out the middle of the road and get hit by a car, that's not God judging me. That's me walking out the middle of the road. Let's be careful not to attribute to God's judgment the consequences for our actions. So David here is saying that these things are happening. Uh, my wounds growing foul and fester because of my foolishness. In other words, I've done this. So yes, I bear the consequences for my actions. And um, that's the way sin works. I mean, that's why, that's why sin's destructive. Sin's destructive to me and to you. So the words we say, the actions we, we take, the impulses of our hearts, these things that pull us away from God, they are destructive. Um, and sin that's destructive is not just murder. It's not just thieving. It's not just things like that, but it's the hate that we allow to grow in our heart towards other people. It is the lust that hides under the surfaces. It is the pride that tends to undergird so much of sin. It's the greed. It's the things such as that. So Dave, and, and so those things... Our wounds may not always be um, visible like David's are. The wound of pride will fester. The wound of greed will fester. And you may be the one person that sees it. Your neighbor may not see it. Your enemies may not see it. The preacher may not see it. But if you have this wound of pride in your life, it will fester. And it will cause harm to you. So David's struggling with the consequences of his actions. He's done something, and he's very sorry for it. But what I really wanted to get to was uh, on a close, the, the verse 17 in the closing where it says, For I'm ready to fall, and my pain's ever with me. I confess my iniquity, and I'm sorry for my sin. Those who are my foes without cause are mighty, and those who hate me, or those who, or there are many who hate me wrongfully. Those who render me evil for good, are my adversaries because I'll follow after good. Do not forsake me, O Lord. O my God, do not be far from me. Make haste to save me, O God of my salvation. I think that's what is so interesting to me about this passage here is that so often I, what, the, what the devil longs to do with sin in our life is allow that sin to turn us away from God. Well, I've messed up so I can't pray. Oh, I've messed up so I can't read my Bible. I've messed up so I can't follow after God. David has just said, hey, listen, I got this festering wound, whether it be a literal wound or something spirit, deeply spiritual, and it's because of my sins. Oh, God, don't forsake me. Oh, God, don't give up on me. Oh, God, don't leave me. Your sins are destructive. That's why one of my favorite quotes by Max Lucado. Max Lucado said the reason why God hates sin so much is because sin destroys God's people. So, yeah, our, our sin in our life is destructive. Our pride, our greed, or whatever, it's destructive. But it doesn't have to turn us from God. It only does that if we allow it. If we realize our mistakes, things we've done wrong, things we thought wrong, things we're doing wrong, and you go to God and say, God, yeah, I blew it, I messed up. I confess my sin before you. God will forgive us. He will make haste to save us. One of my thoughts when I was driving last week on my trip 
was, um, you know, we have the Apostles' Creed. The great creed of our, one of the great creeds of our faith. And it confesses the things we believe. I believe in God the Father Almighty. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in the virgin birth. I believe in the resurrection of, I believe in the resurrection, the ascension, sit at the right hand of the Father. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins. The forgiveness of sins is in our creed as much as the resurrection is, as much as the life, death, the virgin birth, these things. Forgiveness of sins is in our core beliefs as much as anything. So don't doubt the resurrection today. Don't doubt the forgiveness of sins today. Don't doubt the forgiveness of sins. If we confess our sins as David confessed today, we are forgiven. So don't, don't doubt that. Don't forget that. And don't let anything else, don't let anything in your life make you think that your sins are too great to be forgiven. David highlights his sins and then he says, I confess and God forgives. So today when we confess, we are forgiven. So of the day, you don't live your life under the heavy burden of sin like David was doing earlier in the psalm, but you can live in the light of forgiveness that comes through through Jesus Christ. Love you guys. Praying for you today. Have a great day. Um, you are, if we confess, the Bible says, if we confess, God is faithful and just, will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's in 1 John. So today, don't live under the weight of sin, under the weight of unforgiveness, but live under the joy of God's forgiveness. Love you guys. Have a great day.